Computer. Computer access mission files, voice print ID. Name. Cetane CV Nuluhaya. Classification. Exoarchaeologist, linguist. Mission. Cygnus Percussia II. Purpose of current mission. A survey of planet ruins for anthropological and linguistic data. Voice print ID confirmed. Mission files available. 1. Planet Specs. 2. Anthropological Theory. 3. Command Committee. 4. University Committee. 5. Technical Manifest. 6. Hold it. Hold it. Date. Standard. Name. Cetane CV Nuluhaya. 21.639. 2 years, 5 solar standard days from launch of this mission. 2 months, 6 days from last communion with Cygnus System orbiting planetary research caravan team. Three days from emergence from sleep stasis. And what's the local time? It is 1100 hours local time. Biostats, please. Condensed. Name? Cetane CV Nuluhaya. Officer Scientist 4th Level Nuluhaya is at standard operating levels due to sleep stasis effect, physical strength, and motor control. Currently at 92%. Normal levels should return in 18 hours. What's the latest from the van? Please identify van. What's the latest from the Planetary Research Caravan, the PRC? The last Planetary Research Caravan transmission reports that... Three mission teams are safely landed on Cygnus Chrysophase, Cygnus Avis, and Cygnus Boreas. Two more teams near to landing on Cygnus Bel Nui and Cygnus Bel Geist. Uh, have the first three teams registered formal planetary claims with the governments yet? All claims to these planets by the Planetary Research Caravan are now formally registered. Well then, let's get my ass down planet side so I can do the same with my little corner of the universe. Uh, can I get a message to the caravan, or are they out of reach yet? The planetary research caravan just entered into orbit around Cygnus Bell Geist on the far side of the system and is unreachable. For how long? Two months. Please confirm my scheduled pickup. One year. Alright then. Get me down to Percussia. Computer. Time. Stamp. Seventh day, 0700 hours. Log of Cetane Nuluhaya, exo-archaeologist, linguist. Entry, 1. I am planet side on Cygnus Percussia. I am outside in a mild arctic storm, but I'm warm in my habitat suit, and thanks to my caravan tailor, I can interface with a computer remotely. In the name of the Planetary Research Caravan, I claim Percussia. Now that we're done with our political hubris, we can get down to science. All over this system, my colleagues are falling like thin rain. And where we land, discovery and knowledge will germinate. We're surveying them in shifts to maximize and expedite the political claims, but... Nothing can sour the ambrosia of being here first. It's fantastic. The shuttle, at last, has jettisoned me onto this icy, cracked world. I'm alone. 
amid the remains of an extinct civilization entombed in glacial ice. I've waited so long to be here. There's no one here. Mine is the only voice for this planet now, a world that has probably not spoken for millennia. Another irony for me, a failed writer, a failed poet. Albeit a failure in those, I am indeed an excellent exo-archaeologist and a superb linguist. I fought hard for this assignment. I won this solitude. I think the sciences will indulge me my artistic conceits. Otherwise, I'll pass into madness from the desultory reporting of meters and temperatures. I am queen of this ice for the next long year. But I've tucked a little civilization in my pack. The entire pantheon of literary gods are with me. The voices of E.E. E. Cummings, Pamela Angelou, and Emily Dickinson will keep me sane. I'm taking some geodata readings now, and it's about minus 15 degrees Celsius. A warm day for this wasteland. The network of structures that the scout probe had recorded in the 45 mission and the reason that I'm on this blighted world, is about 200 meters ahead of me, though I can't see it at all. The twin suns here smack the snowy surfaces with too much glare. There really is a tremendous amount of light. Not much warmth, though. The way ahead seems pretty smooth, just snow drifts and ridges. Some of the drifts, which are massive, are 15 to 30 meters tall. They look like crystallized sheets of whale baleen. This civilization made complex structures. That connotes engineering, communication, intelligence. And what is the nature of that intelligence? Did they speak as we do? If their anatomy is different, it is almost assured that they spoke differently. The physical vessel controls the word. Different mouths and muscles producing different sounds. Perhaps sounds humans are incapable of making. Time to pack up and set up a homing beacon and trail markers so I can reach this shuttle again. It will take a lot of trips to haul the equipment and the stores back to the field station, which, <laughs> I might add, I have yet to set up. I imagine I... Oh! Oh! <sighs> I fell. But I'm all right. My shuttle uh, is parked on the lip of a crevasse, and it's, it's a bloody deep one, too. I'm systematically flexing my muscle groups and moving my joints. I believe I'm not hurt. I broke through a thin glaze of ice and slid down into an ice pocket. I can see my ice hack and my lunch on a ledge 15 feet below me. We'll just declare that a loss. It's not a long crawl back up, but I better get moving. After I'm back on top, I've got to set up the field station and organize base camp.
Christ and Fragged. End of recorded entry. Time stamp. Seventh day, 0920 hours, entry two. I'm inside the shuttle. It's basically a loss. The caravan navigator landed it on the edge of forever, and I certainly can't drag it from the lip. Also, somehow a slow radioactive leak in the cooling system has erupted that I can't fix. When it's time to rendezvous with the van, they'll have to send down one of the other shuttles. Computer, are you sure we can't get through to the caravan? The planetary research caravan is on the opposite arc of the Cygnus system and is unreachable. Are you sure? They were supposed to set up the relay. The satellite communications relay is not yet completed. We'll try anyway. Uh, play back any communications they might have sent in the last five days. Stop playback. Send them a message from us anyway. Start SC relay message. Shuttle is a loss, useless for travel or shelter. Am all right and am proceeding with survey. End SC relay message. Add to the message the full report I made on the leak and my status. Transmit SC relay message. The satellite communications relay message sent. Okay then, now to head out to the structure. No rest for the clumsy. Computer, equipment check. Locate audio dog. That name is not recognized. <sighs> Sorry. Locate the audio walkabout recorder and locate the video walkabout recorder. Both items are located in storage unit 5H. Well then, let's go for a walk. End of recorded entry. Time stamp. Seventh day, 1600 hours. Entry 3. I've set up camp within the structure. I know it's not sound science to set up camp in the dig itself, but without the shuttle, I can't survive the nocturnal temperatures. I'm in what seems to be an annex, just past one of the dozens and dozens of entrances. The air and earth are much warmer at these spots, though still frigid. I suspect some sort of geothermal energy is at work, although the scout probe indicated nothing about energy on this scale. This planet is supposed to be, essentially, dead. Entering the structure, I passed through what I suppose is a door, but it's made of a fibrous material composed in radial panels. I pushed through, and it closed back on itself afterwards. It was sort of like pushing my way through a giant broom. I cannot guess what this fibrous material is until I analyze some samples. Clearly, intelligence has been an agent here. With such sophistication present, I hope to find inscriptions, runes, iconography, ideograms, something. Language is a reflection of culture, of anatomy, of the very way our brains are physically organized. I suspect I'm going to find something unique here. I've... 
stopped porting my gear from the shuttle for the night, but I'll need to make another trip tomorrow. Computer, what is the temperature just outside this complex? The temperature outside the complex is minus 27.6 degrees Celsius. Cold, cold numbers indeed. Right now, I'm essentially set up on the doorstep of this ancient building. It's dark, completely dark in here. As I swing my flash beam over this great hall, which I've decided to call Cave Prime, I can see fantastic shapes. It's honeycombed with what seem to be doors and windows and even portal-like openings in the ceilings and floors. There's no discernible pattern, but there seems to be organization nonetheless. There are also these marvelous... Oh, God. Shit. There's a... another problem. My filter... My biofilter's been knocked about a bit. My oxygen ratio is off. I think I can fix it. There's a screwdriver and a threader in my pack somewhere. You know, it's pretty damn cold in here, too. If I had a big pot of steaming hot chocolate, I'd stick both my feet in it. Come on. Come on. That shit. Shit and shit. Well, I've traumaed the biofilter. I am now officially exposed to all the nasty vermin terrorists on this planet. I think the risk of contamination is small. I hope the risk of contamination is small. Thanking the gods for small favors, I note that there is also oxygen on this planet. Computer, what's the atmosphere composed of on this planet? Oxygen levels on Cygnus Fricassia at 92%, ammonia levels at 5%, trace uh, levels of... Albeit laced with low levels of ammonia. Well, doesn't this just suck donkeys on the wrong end? There's no more need for the helmet! To continue... There are... These marvelous, absolutely marvelous, antennae-like structures shooting down from the ceilings and up from the floors in various places. They're not so many as the holes and windows. About an eight-to-one ratio. What is that? My echo, but it's different. M more fantastic. It's my voice, but the rhythms and pitches and pronunciations are off. Different. Almost musical. The uh, antennae-like structures are very thin, about 7 to 10 centimeters wide and from 0.5 to 2 meters tall. 
They're composed of the same fibrous material as the entrance, but covered in tiny hairs, rather like the hairs on a plant's secondary root system. They're... They're responding to the sound vibrations of my voice. I'm about a foot away, but I can distinctly see the fine hair fibers undulating to my voice. Rather like the way fields of grain or long grass are pushed and kneaded by the wind. Extraordinary. These hair fibers definitely react to phonemes, and the patterns of undulation differ according to each sound block. They're highly sensitive. I'll have to test these antennae against our phoneme library. This is just too fantastic. The sound quality with this log, although satisfactory for notation, isn't the highest caliber. It's time to break out, audio dog. I need recordings that are highly sensitive. As I step, as I speak, the sounds of my movement and voice are being funneled through this place. I'm hearing the most curious echoes, my voice and my words, but somehow made more musical and rich and cold as they boomerang through this warren of stone. I'm placing audio dog next to the opening of some sort of stone funnel or spout to try to get some of this. The first day's night had come, and grateful that a thing so terrible had been endured, I told my soul to sing. Emily Dickinson, 410. I hope I'm catching that. Those aren't quite the phonemes I've uttered, as you can tell. They come back, and they're full of different tones and pitches with some weird sound textures mixed in. Incredibly curious. It makes me wonder if this whole place wasn't built with sound in mind. The acoustics would be the envy of any opera house. Absolutely phenomenal. End of recorded entry. Timestamp. Could not identify last request. Please repeat request. Mm. Time stamp. Seventh day, 1800 hours. Entry four. As I finish my fine sea rations spiced with tarragon and orange, and that's sarcasm, by the way, I cast my gaze about my new home. It's warm. And it houses my gear nicely. Could use a painting or a poster or something. <laughs> Not that I could see it, though. It's like permanent twilight in here. The echoes, by the way, are manageable if you don't trigger them by speaking or <clears throat> walking at normal volumes. I have a suspicion that there's more here than meets the ear. Haha. <laughs> so... I'm taking this moment to fine-tune audio dog so as to try and better catch sounds that I might not actually be hearing myself. <clears throat> I'm very excited about these discoveries, but I'm exhausted. 
For now, it's a sip of civilization to lull me to sleep. Tomorrow, ambrosia. Computer. Emily Dickinson, 501. This world is not conclusion. A species stands beyond, invisible mm. as music. This place but is so vast. Sound. It's it a bit beckons, like sleeping in a museum after hours. Philosophy doesn't know. Computer, make my bed. Could not identify last request. Please repeat request. <laughs> I was just kidding. Good night. End of recorded entry. Time stamp. Eighth day, 20 hundred hours. Entry five. I'm inside my helmet again. I went to port some more of my stores back to Cave Prime from the shuttle when the wind swept up this sudden storm. I'd lost the trail, but I know the annex is about three dozen yards ahead of me somewhere. If this record is found, return it to the science and exploration branch of Dunellen, Dunellen University. You know, that, that might have been a bit premature as well as a, a bit histrionic. I think this blessed thing Blessed be my patron gods. I'm through. And off comes the helmet. All right. I'm back within the complex. I'm lost within the complex. I'm looking around. And this is definitely not my own private little entrance. It's one of the other dozen hundred. It's rather small and closed in, like a termite tunnel. There are these raised hollow veins careening all over the walls. They're fairly translucent, and they have some elasticity, though they're also of that semi-hard fibrous material. If I wrap them with my knuckles, you, you can hear little stones or something rattling inside them. Amazing. I'll have to come back here with Audio Dog. I don't know how close I am to Cave Prime, but I think it's not terribly far. I can do a loose check with the geostat. The danger will be in getting lost within these Byzantine chambers. Let's see. South, 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 southeast. Okay, then. The geostat puts me at about one click southeast from home, and I have no map. I'm lost, but how to not get hopelessly lost? I have no supplies, no trail markers, no food or water. I do have a knife. 
These walls don't take to marks. At least not with this. I'm gonna mark the trail with my locks of hair. I've got nothing else. I'm going to place them at each junction. The echoing, by the way, as weirdly charming as it was before, is quite maddening and unsettling now. I hope to find my way back before I'm bald. End of recorded entry.